It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, fam? Welcome to episode 49 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we're recapping NFL Week 13. So much happened. Uh, We'll just get into it. What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host, Abe Granoff. Abe, Sunday night. Uh, I had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, how are you doing, man? I, uh, <clears throat> I had a good Thanksgiving as well. Uh, that was, what, three days ago? Yeah. So, since then, a lot of time has passed. A lot of hours today came and gone. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what to say. All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna claim this is my idea necessarily. But shout out to Michael underscore JVB. He said he listens to the podcast all the time. Thinks you and I are awesome. So shouts to Michael. Thanks, um, Mike. I really, I really need that right now. We appreciate every one of you who listens. But what he did for me was uh, actually give me a great idea. So on December first, twenty nineteen. Wait yes. a second. You didn't. You didn't run this by. Oh, it's December 1st right now. Yes, December 1st, 2019. Oh, boy. The Cleveland Browns are dead. Joining them adjacent in a grave is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are dead. I know you are still very much in the division. I know that it's the Dallas Cowboys and Jason Garrett run operation. The Eagles are dead. That's all I have to say. It's it's irrelevant whether or not you win the division because you are one of the worst football teams in the league. I just don't know what it is, Jack. I don't get it. The past two weeks, they give up 17 points to um, the Patriots, 19 points to the Ru- Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. The offense can't score nine. And then this week, we give up 37 points to the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. And the, we scored 31. I just – I don't know where to point the finger. You know what it is? I think I've never seen a team and an organization be so cocky because they won a Super Bowl two years ago. I get what it did for the city of Philadelphia. I get what it did for the organization that we never won. We were banging on the door for so many years. We never did it, and we finally did it. It's just since then, I I, I don't know what it is. And the worst part about it is we are not dead. That's the worst part about it. I have to watch. You cannot win a Super Bowl. You just can't. You, you're not good enough. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and refute that point. 
can't do that. You were two weeks ago. You said there's a chance that the Eagles could still get the bye. You actually there was there, and you know what? The Washington Redskins can still win the NFC East. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man. I have no i I don't know where to point the finger. I have I actually have a this is, we'll do a little integrated Monday mailbag with this. I have a question from. Soren underscore Philip. Oh, Soren has an accent over the O in his name, so maybe Soren's a part of our. Uh, is that fourteen percent now international? That's correct. Fourteen, right? Um, Soren wanted uh, to know. Hold on, we just have entered the chat. Our Miami Dolphins beat reporter, Dean. Wait, you did not. Dean, Good are you there? Morning, Philadelphia. <laughs> Abe, how are we doing? Who the. Who the approve? Who approved this? I have it from the higher ups, directly from the higher ups. This is this is this is mutiny. What's going on right now? I mean, I just want to thank the city of brotherly love for welcoming you know Devonte Parker with open arms today. You mean Randy uh, frickin' Moss? Randy Moss, Devonte Parker, DVP, first round draft pick. That's what you do with them. You have to hit on your first round draft picks. Oh, I, that's I, how you build. I, I as an Eagles fan wouldn't know a single thing about that right now, Dean. Mm. Um, Dean, uh, I'm going to introduce yourself as most guests get, guests get their intros. Dean is a law student at the University of Miami, also doubles as Miami Dolphins beat reporter. We figured it would be a great opportunity to have him on the program. Dean, we're going to allow you for uh, a two-minute rant on the game today. Talk about the Eagles a little bit. Shout out to your boy Pete, uh, Piper and Kraus, and then as well as the future that the Dolphins are building. I cannot believe yeah, I mean, I'm just happy right to be now. here. Thank you for the uh, great introduction. Um, you know, today's game was just... You're not uh, even wanted here, let alone you're happy to be here. Today's, <laughs> today's game was just, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of future prediction of what's going to happen with this team in the future. I mean, they have the best coach in the NFL right now, Coach of the Year candidate Brian Flores, with the ro- what he's done with this roster in terms of the players on it. This is an XFL oh, roster. Oh, shut up! What do you mean this is an XFL roster? Do you know who was in our secondary today, Abe? <laughs> you, Alshon Jeffrey was matched up with Ryan Lewis and Nick Needham. Alshon <laughs> played a good game. I'll give it to him. Please yeah. speak on the future of Mike Jacecki and Devontae Parker in terms of the Eagles. In terms talking, of the Eagles? What do you mean? Me? Now, in, ter- in terms of just how they shredded the Eagles, just give us what we want to hear. I mean, look, we all knew going into the season the Eagles' secondary was suspect, to say the least. But it's been good the past month. It's been good. We've been getting healthy. I just don't get it. You know what the thing is I learned today on Twitter? Ryan goddamn countryman Fitzpatrick is 4-0 against Jim Schwartz in his career, the Eagles' defensive coordinator. Fitz is just a winner. Fitz is just a winner. Oh, he's a winner? We want to play that game? Fitz gets the locker room to play for him. Not many quarterbacks can do it, I think, as you're seeing in Philadelphia right now. You guys traded away your winner. That's an excellent point. You got to get the guys to play for you. Flores can get the guys to play for him. Fitz can get the guys to play for him. I mean, Doug Peterson, I don't know. Is it too soon to say the hot seat? Speaking of which, Jack, before you sneakily brought Dean on the air, um, we were getting into the Monday mailbag. and Oh, Brady pick. Brady pick six. Brady pick six. Oh, can, can Philip get his question out without you interrupting? Yeah, sorry, with one sorry. Dean and two 98-year-old Tom Brady. <laughs> Washed up Tom Brady. Washed yeah, sorry. up. Philip wanted to know. Well, first off, he's wrote, oh, my God, with about 
one, two, about we'll call it fourteen crying emojis, laughing. Um, he wrote, <laughs> "The Eagles, is it time for Doug Peterson to get fired?" And Philip, it's not time for Doug Peterson to get fired. Let's. I disagree. Get, listen, 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 listen. Let's not get carried away. This is the NFL. The guy won a Super Bowl. I agree, I disagree. I agree that he hasn't been coaching his great year, and he can't rally these guys to play around this year. But I mean, he won a playoff game last year, rallied the team last year, won a Super Bowl. You can't do it yet. If he comes out next year, say we don't make the playoffs, we come out next year. I don't know. We'll call it six and ten, seven and nine. Then he goes. But you can't say fire Doug right Well, now. I have two. I have two points. One. What does it do? What does it do? I, I think his about You guys just lost to a team trying to lose. <laughs> he. This. <laughs> this is the. This is the problem with Doug Peterson. His evaluation of talent has become all of a sudden very poor. That's, he, that is okay. First off, get your facts straight before you start saying stupid stuff. Okay, I, you can talk. I can talk bad about my team, but I'm gonna defend them if you say something stupid. Point the finger at the guy in the suit, Howie Roseman, not Doug No, 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 no. Hold on. Time out. His evaluation of talent has become very poor. He said, and I quote, the Dolphins have a very oh, good football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very See, poor that's evaluation. What, that's what made me turn it around about the Eagles, actually. So I was really down in the dumps. It was about 425, 430, and I was really sad. Like, oh, my God, we lost the Dolphins. And then I listened to Coach's press conference, and he said, that's a good football team we lost to. And I sat there, and I said – you know what, Doug? I never thought about it like that. Yeah. I mean, now it's it all, is a good football team. Now, now What's your definition all, of good? Everything's all rainbows now again. Now that Doug told me that's a good football team we lost to. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You What's just your lost to the good? No, you just lost to the Miami Dolphins and you have the nerve to get in front of the media and call the Miami Dolphins a good football team? Are you Oh, there was a petition on the internet today getting to the Eagles to um have to walk home from Miami the fans are making a petition. <laughs> You know who signed that? Yeah, me. 100% signed that petition. Make them walk home. Dean, listen, buddy. I mean, they're a good Congratulations. Team. Congratulations. They're, well coached. they're one of the best coached teams in the league. They're the least penalized team in the league in terms of amount of penalties and amount of yards. They're schematically everywhere. They are playing. Every player is playing to the right position. Minka, a Swiss Army knife, didn't want to be here. We'll ship him out. We'll ship anybody out who doesn't want to be here. <laughs> That's how we do it. If you don't want to fit into Flores' scheme, which I don't know if you remember, held the Rams to three points, I believe, in the Super Bowl last year. If you don't want to fit into Flores' scheme and buy into this program, TNT, it takes no talent to succeed in this league. That's Flores' <laughs> motto, and that's what they're building here. That's what they're building here. That's, that's uh, an excellent how point, long? Dude. How long is this uh, building? Gonna, I mean, gonna I, I expect us to still – we're still in prime position to draft Tua come this April. So we're still going to be selecting Tua, not to go along with our other two first-round picks in this year, two second-round picks this year, two firsts next year. Um, and two seconds next year as well. So when you factor all that in, plus the most cap space in the NFL, I expect us to be competing for a playoff spot uh, next year. And then the year after that, it's just Super Bowls or bust, in my opinion. Listen, Dean, <laughs> listen, Dean and, uh, I have a, a small piece of advice for you. And because I'm going through something right now as a football fan, and I, I don't want to see you this way. You just said you're going to have expectations. That's the worst thing you can do for your emotions. Trust me when I say this year has been messing with my heart and my mental state because I came in with expectations for the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't see another person go through that. 
But if you're just as delusional as me, you just keep on building it and oh, piling it up on. right now. Dude, it's, it's Sunday night, December 1st at 10.03. By Tuesday, we'll call it 5 in the afternoon, December 3rd. I'll be trying to determine who I want to play in the NFC Championship game this year. Yeah, I mean, you guys are still in contention for that. Oh, say, say, say it loud. Say it loud. No, maybe not the bye. But we're definitely in contention. You can say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Dean, thank you so much for joining the program. Uh, 2021 Miami Dolphins Super Bowl champions. Can't wait. Getting the, getting the tattoo now. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'll See talk you, to you later, Dean. Dean. Um, you God, that sh- was amazing. You piece of shit, Jack. <laughs> For the record, Snapback fam, um, I have no idea that I had no idea that Dean was coming on. I actually, Jack, before we cut off this Eagles talk, which I lasted about how long are we? Yeah, we've been way talking, too long. We've been talking for twelve minutes. It's been going on for like eleven and a half minutes. Too long. Just some tweets that I want to read you. I appreciate the Eagles doing everything they can to keep Jason Garrett as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Anytime you're getting ready to criticize the Philadelphia 76ers, just remember they're not the Philadelphia Eagles. NFL.com has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers above the Eagles in their playoff picture. <laughs> that one was good. All right. Another another new low point post-Super Bowl. This team doesn't care. They don't fight. Took a 2-19 and lightly and got humiliated. I wish we could forfeit the rest of the schedule, clean house, and give us an emotional break until summer 2020. And last but not least, I don't know why y'all are talking about the Eagles like the Sixers ain't undefeated at home. <laughs> oh, wait, finally. The Dolphins had scored 18 offensive touchdowns this year. Their last five drives to end the game. 85 yards, touchdown. 75 yards, <laughs> touchdown. 75 yards, touchdown. 61 yards, touchdown. And blow out the candle, 96 yards, touchdown. Back to the rest of the NFL slate. Uh, you guys sounded like or Dolphins looked like the Ravens on Monday night against the Rams. Final shout out about the Eagles. Shout out to your roommate and a couple of my friends who went all the way down to Miami for the game. I mean, you fly down, have a great weekend in Miami, and then lose to the Dolphins. Incredible stuff. Yeah, Grossman, uh, yeah. my roommate, Brett, Larry, yeah, all of them. All they're they're all having. All right, a great we're weekend we're done now. with the Eagles. Way too much time oh, on the we'll Eagles. We'll be back, baby. To the good, the game of the season so far. First half, it looked like it was going to be the game of the year. Second half, it slowed down, but the weather kind of played a big part. The Baltimore Ravens are 10-2. and two, Take down the 49ers. Uh, obviously, people are here to hear my reaction and thoughts on the game, I would assume. So here they are. One, Lamar Jackson had, a, I believe, 105 passing yards. Weather played a major factor. He was off all day. Ran for another 100. He was essentially a game manager today, as was Jimmy G. I'll touch on Jimmy G in a bit. Um, I'm not as concerned about that. I think the Niners are the ultimate death matchup for the Ravens. They can just play. They can kind of play really strong front seven. They can run the ball kind of how we do. The one thing I will point out that might be a scheme that teams use come playoff time is this. They were letting Lamar run the ball, which is interesting, right? Because he's a dynamic, uh, you know, runner of the ball. But they were just, they were hammering down on the running backs. Ingram and Gus Edwards were only getting three yards, four yards of carry, sometimes one or two, putting the Ravens in third and long. Because the Ravens don't just want to run Lamar a bunch. They want to, they would rather, you know, Ingram run for seven that rather than Lamar have to run it. But, they forced the Ravens to run it, so Lamar took what he could get, and, you know, they got a fumble out of him, the weather, all that. 
So that's an interesting scheme. And then you put the Ravens in third and long. With all that being said, we scored three points in the second half and we beat what was the other best team in the league. Come uh, in, in an that, absolute... I was quiet until you said that. Hold on, hold on. No, they, that okay, matters. them and the Saints. Um, but you beat the best complete team in the league because it's a top five offense and a top five defense. That rushing game is legit and they didn't have Brita. But what I will say, and I didn't know because in fairness, I hadn't watched a ton of Jimmy G this year. I know he wins a ton of games. He was 18 and three now, 18 and four as a starter. He's a liability. He is an absolute liability. They're afraid. They were afraid at the end of the first half for him to throw the ball there. And I know the weather was bad. Same with Lamar. You know, they were playing tentative in the air. But Jimmy G is a liability. He cannot win a Super Bowl. Thank you. I have been saying that for this entire year. That's why we're 12 games into the season. I have picked against the 49ers 12 different times. Um, I'm two for 10. It's 20%. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, no, well, you said the Ravens would tie the Niners. The Niners, but I think, are, the Niners are your ultimate, ultimate, ultimate cuties. Uh, I, I disagree because their defense is elite enough to where they could win. Like, there's some other cuties out there. You're telling me that their defense can carry Jimmy Garoppolo like the Denver Broncos did a few years back with Peyton Manning? Yes, I actually am. Their defense is that good. It really See, I is. think it, it takes a guy like Peyton Manning with that type of experience, whereas oh, Jimmy Peyton Gar- was such a Peyton, shell, though. Yeah, but he could stay calm under pressure, whereas Jimmy in the big moment, come February football, it's going to be tough. That's the thing. Here's the difference to me. This is where it kind of— February it, football. They're not playing in February. <laughs> this is the differentiator. Kirk Cousins has been shown to crack under pressure, right? He's never come up big. Garoppolo's never really gotten that chance, and he is 18-4. and four. So I'm not saying he's good enough with an average defense to lead a team and play lights out, but I think with his defense, he could potentially— I don't think there's going to be signs of him cracking. I think just with— his, you know, he's a, he's an A plus game manager. That's really what he is. And those quarterbacks have won before. Russell Wilson, when he was young, he was not much more than a game manager. We know he's clutch now, but we didn't know that. If, you know, when if the Niners come playoff time, cannot get the their game going on the ground for whatever correct. reason, and Jimmy G cannot carry them to a win in the playoffs, we can record this soundbite and put it in when I'm. Just by my track record, probably wrong. Um, but he is not good enough if their ground game is stagnant and not doing anything in a playoff game to will them to a victory. They're going to need the one seed. I think now they're even tied for first. For uh, they're, they're now the uh, fifth seed. Because yeah, Seattle's Seattle now the one them. seed in the conference. They, he cannot do that on the road, let alone Philadelphia. <laughs> so you asked me off the air because I could hear. No, oh, I didn't. A little tremble in your voice. You said, are the Ravens going to the Super Bowl? And I told you, if we lost and our scheme was exposed, that I would be nervous. We've now won eight in a row. I think Buffalo next week, they're 9-3. They're still not that good. They stink. But they're seven-point underdogs, which is kind of crazy. It it seems like a letdown spot for the Ravens. Super physical, emotional win at home of a really good team. Could be a letdown spot. Would not shock me. If we lost. With that being said, the teams in the in the AFC that I fear, we have to have a conversation about one of these teams because the, I, I think I'm about to say something and stick with it. Okay, 
as we're watching Sunday Night Football 10 minutes ago in the third, Patriots down 11. I've been saying, I said on my snap story, they would lose 28-13. I said all week that Tom Brady was washed. I mean, he can't throw a pass near a receiver, and the receivers are, are not getting open, and the line's not buying. That offense is miserable. The defense is super elite. But if you just don't turn the ball over, if you just punt, continue to punt, and then you get 13 points, you can beat the Patriots. Obviously, the ball bounce is different in Foxborough. We know that. With so a loss so tonight, the so do the whistles. They do. With a loss tonight, Ravens jump to the one, which could be massive. And then Kansas City goes to Foxborough yes, next weekend. And City. the Chiefs are by far the biggest threat to the Ravens. I'm, and glad, it's not I'm, even glad, I'm glad we're on the same page. That's what I was just about to say. The Chiefs are getting scary, and it's time for them to be. People were just – no one has been talking to them for the past three or four weeks, mainly because it's been all, and rightfully so, Russell Wilson, Lamar well, Jackson. Mahomes was a little banged up. They struggled against uh, – Oh, boy, they might be back. They might. But with that being said, I obviously fear the Chiefs the most. We we throttled Houston. I think they're a better team than we saw. But we throttled Houston. The Steelers are now in. The Bills, I'm not scared of. The Chiefs are – they've been Lamar twice, the only team he hasn't beat. Um, but the one thing I will say, we match up with them beautifully. Their run defense is horrible. We're number one rushing. We've lost at them twice but it was on the road, and it was by one score. And now, the game, the first game where we let up 33 points, we didn't have Marcus Peters, and we didn't have Jimmy Smith. That's kind of the alternating factor if we were to meet this time around. Plus, Lamar, he's just a winner, man, and all he cares Jack, about Jack, is beating Jack, Mahomes. Jack, 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 Jack. Let's, let's, let's chill with that W word, all right? What, Lamar Jackson? The, the W word you just called him. A, he is a winner. Jack, he's 0-1 in the playoffs in his career. Let's, Stop. He's got to win. Lamar some. Jackson is an absolute any, winner. I am not taking anything away from what he is doing this year and everything he's done. MVP of the league. I'm saying it. You cannot be a winner, be recognized as a winner without winning anything. He's a gamer. It's what he is. He's, no, he's he an is. absolute baller. He's okay. a baller. So he hasn't won anything. You gotta earn it being a winner. Is Carson Wentz a winner? No. No. Carson no. 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 And Carson Wentz stinks. So okay, don't okay, even okay. mention Carson okay, Wentz okay. in the same sentence as the MVP okay. of the National Football. Don't ever Carson mention Wentz, him. Carson again. Wentz was the MVP of the National Football. League. Carson Wentz has zero MVPs, zero playoff wins, uh, zero playoff appearances. Carson Wentz is a freaking cash guzzling loser. Him. Jared Goff, that's someone you can put in the same category as. And Jared Goff has seven wins this year. Carson Wentz can't even beat the Dolphins. Get out of here. Lamar Jackson is not a winner yet. Okay. Yet. Okay. Yet. He okay. easily can, but he's 0-1 in the playoffs. What does he want? Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot of regular season. Is Jimmy Garoppolo a winner? He, he wins a lot of games. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's but, what I asked the question because they've done the same thing. There's winners and losers, man. And Lamar Jackson's a winner. You would know. He has a winner's mentality. Yes. But he hasn't won anything. That's correct. And I will see you in January. Just keep holding on to whatever you you can. Keep holding on to whatever you can. As long as you know it's just January. Keep holding on to whatever you can. You can play all the January football you want. All the January football you want. But there are other games today. 
There were. The Browns are dead. I'm not talking about them. Baker's a joke. They're all a joke. Uh, actually, the rest of the games are kind of crappy. Green Bay rolled. Washington beat Carolina. Ryan Tannehill. We got to talk about Ryan Tannehill. The guy is like, I mean, he's playing out of his mind. The Colts They're finally have been exposed. They're in perfect shape to get 8-8. Eight eight, to go 8-8. Eight eight. Well, I mean, they have seven wins now. Dude, it's the Titans. It's what they do. I don't know. They've snuck. They play Oakland. They get Houston at home. They get the Saints. They get... Houston again. They have a tough schedule. There's Shout no out to uh, Zach Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals. One for winning their first game. And I think, are they only the only one team, one win team in the league still? Yes. Okay, so they still are in good shape for uh, whomever that may be. But two, breaking the cat curse. The cat curse, as we've talked about in the past episode, since the cat ran on the field at the toilet bowl, Monday Night Football, Jets, Giants, cat teams were 0-12. And today, Jaguars lost. Lions lost on Thursday. Panthers lost, like I said, with the Redskins. Um, are there any more cats? But no, the Bengals won, broke the cat curse. The Jets stink, man. Yeah, that, Jets. that was that was. Oh, oh wow! Remember when Darnold said they could run the table? <laughs> he he said it again after the game, dude. If you run the table, that puts you at eight and eight. He said it. No, he said they could make the playoffs. He did it again. Well, technically. You know how they put up those graphics in the hunt? Are they in it? I don't. Isn't that just doesn't just list every team that's not mathematically eliminated? No. Or do you no, have to it, have like sub substance? Yeah, you have. Like to we'd be, be in that, those. right? The Eagles. Yeah, uh, I think you're actually out of the hunt, but you're like I don't know if they put you in the graphic or not. That'd be pretty messed up. Come on. <laughs> um, actually, right. no, no one freaking deserves to win, make the playoffs in that division. Before, yeah, they should just give the Niners the home playoff game as the four seed. No, and they'll... they should let in. Hmm, who would be fun to get in? The oh, uh, the Bucks, the Bucks. James is playing well. James in the fun. playoffs would be appointment television. Exactly. Oh let's my! Get the bu- let's get the Bucks get another in the petition going. Let's get another petition well, going. As I read that tweet, according to NFL.com, <laughs> they're ahead of the Eagles in the, in the hunt to NFL.com. There we go. Jameis, if it can't be me, it can be you that gets embarrassed on national television and playoff football. Um, all right. Before we do Monday Night Football preview, let's get into some ads. I will begin. Um, you're obviously going to do your ship station, but this is from... You had to tell me. <laughs> this is from Harry's. Looking for a great gift for someone in your life? Talk about how guys often get dull, cliche gifts like socks, wallets, and ties. Harry's is a gift that's both thoughtful and practical. Uh, it's a great deal for you and for him. Holiday sets start at just $20. That's within secret Santa limits. And Harry's Blades refills are low as $2 each, so your guy will save money over time. It comes ready to gift in a handsome holiday gift box. As a special offer for fans of this show, we've, partners, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including their limited edition holiday sets. When you go to harrys.com backslash bluewire. Plus, you'll get free shipping. Each Harry's shaving set comes with a weighted handle with option to engrave. That's kind of cool. Five-blade razor cartridges, foaming shave gel for a richer lather, travel cover to protect your blades, packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. Free shipping ends on December 16th, so act now. Just go to harrys.com backslash bluewire. That's harrys.com backslash bluewire. Got a Snapchat from my buddy today. David Brilliant, you know Brillo, obviously. Yeah. Um, right after the Eagles game, picture of him. He's got a nice-sized beard going right now. He goes, well, looks like I can't shave till the Eagles win. So uh, <laughs> Brillo might not need a little Harry's for a couple 
years. Um, but anyway, our guys over at ShipStation, with the holiday rush here, you have to be able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders, decide which shipping carrier is the best, and if you're even getting the best rates? Well, like I've told you in the past, I'll continue to tell you, ShipStation.com is the answer. Works with all major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, and UPS, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No matter ShipStation, no matter what, no, I'm sorry. I'm all in shambles from the Eagles, man. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Take the hassle out of holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation.com handle it all with ease. Just use my offer code BLUE, B-L-U-E, to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. All right, we're going to start Monday Night Football, and then at the end we will talk college football playoff situation. Uh, Monday Night Football, actually a a very good game. The Vikings at Seattle, Seattle three-point favorites. Oh, sorry, they're 9-2, so they do need the win to become the one seed. Um, And Minnesota needs the win to keep pace with the Packers. That, That actually, both those teams... I see being the five and the six in the wild card with really good records, which is going to be pretty tough. So you think the Niners are are going to escape in this division and win? I do. So that, I, I mean, you know mean how you're I picking f- Kirk and the, Kirk and the boys tomorrow. Um, you want to <laughs> die on that hill? Uh, I actually will die on that hill. Whoa! That, I, we'll get to that, but the main oh, but the main reason is because they go. At L.A., I think L.A. You know, could compete with them. At Carolina is interesting. Seattle the, or Arizona, they'll take care of. And then Sam Fran, Week 17, will des- decide it. I think they could go 2-3 and three or only 3-2, and two, whereas the Niners could. I mean, the Niners could run the table. They get Atlanta. They get uh, the Rams at home. At, at New Orleans next week is a crazy tough test for them. But I think they match up well. But... I will go with the Vikings. I'm just going to keep picking against Seattle until they and lose I'm the game. And I'm going to keep picking against the Vikings. This, this, there, is, what we, this is what we do. This is there, what we is, do. there is still, in my opinion, uh, an argument for Russ to be the MVP. He's not going to because Lamar's been Lamar. Eight straight wins. But, like, Lamar's now doing this with a top-five defense. Our defense has become insane, whereas Seattle's everything is just all over the place. He lost his tight end. Carson's been fumbling a bunch. Like He's been, he's been the most valuable player, without a doubt. Uh, obviously, it's not what determines the award anymore. But, anymore. Never did, honestly. Right. But I do think, wow, Will Fuller. T- oh, he dropped it. You're ahead of me. Um, You're ahead of me. Oh, wow. Looks like that um, but I think the Vikings are a very complete football team. And I think, wow, they ruled it a touchdown. <laughs> nice grab. Um, I think they're a very complete football team. I think defensively they can handle Russ. Russ hasn't been superb the past few weeks. I mean, the Eagles shut him down. Eagles couldn't even shut down Fitzpatrick. Um, We're done with that, Jack. I don't know. I'm going Vikings 27 uh, over Seattle 24. I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be a fun game also. Um, I like both these teams. I just I want the Vikings to get – I mean, the Vikings are going to get in, right? Um, yeah. Obviously. The Rams are out. Well, that's the thing. The Rams are hanging around. The Rams are 7-5. and five. Vikings lose, and the Rams are, are one game behind them. 
yeah, who knows? Sorry. Right. For now, I'm going to say the Vikings are going to get in, and I just I need to see Kirk in the playoffs. I want to see him either prove me wrong or if all else goes better and he doesn't prove me wrong and crumbles in the playoffs, that would be even funnier. I'm here for good content. That's what I'm doing as a podcaster, and my my team is bringing me heartbreak, and they continue to. So I need to find joy elsewhere, and I love finding joy in Kirk Cousins being Kirk Cousins. And I'm also a big Russell Wilson guy. I said it a few weeks ago. Nobody has done more with less this year in the NFL than Russ. We had that stat about how the win percentage of teams that give up 24 more points a game is like 28% in the NFL. Yep. And Russ had them at 5-2. and two. Um, The other week he couldn't even – I'm not even going to bring up the Eagles game. Forget that, actually. But we all know Russ, a monster on Monday night football, um, yep. always has been. Seattle, one of the toughest places to play with their interestingly – I don't know why other teams don't do that, right? Like, Seattle has this stadium that apparently keeps in noise the right way, yeah. in a special way. Why wouldn't every other stadium in the world do that for their own home team? Like, if you can manipulate like, – like, in, in, NFL, in NFL, it's different than MLB because the field is the same. It's 100 yards this way, X right. amount of yards that way. MLB is a little different with the walls and how deep they are. Like, why not do the most you can to make the most of your home field advantage? Now I'm just getting into, like – architecture the uh, one the, the one this is officially an architecture podcast <laughs> and my my advice on the topic would be maybe because not every Your dad's NFL an architecture st- why don't we ask him yeah he, he is a builder we'll ask him uh later but potentially because not every stadium is built just for football like maybe for concerts and other things it's better to build where sound can I'm travel saying, i don't new know billion Still, dollar stadiums you might throw the you might as well throw the extra i don't know 20 mil what's the <laughs> What's well, twenty mil at that rate to, yeah, to construct know. it the way that keeps? Did you have a point here? Uh yeah, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins, <laughs> and Russell Wilson's really good at football. So I've got the Seahawks thirty. The Vikings are playing, correct? 20. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think the Vikings. But I want to get back to this. I'm gonna do a little research. Get back to you about this okay, stadium yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. On uh, Thursday's pod, we'll be sure. We're back on the regular schedule, guys. Sorry yeah, about sorry the about whole. Uh, Great episode. Yeah. If you missed it last Saturday. Yeah, that was fun. That was when um, I was happy right. about the Cowboys losing. This actually should be a fun discussion. Um, who? So Alabama lost. Missed field goal was hysterical. What a um, game! What a game! Though. Ohio State smashes Michigan, even though it should have been much closer. Michigan blew that game. Oh, in many speaking of which, fashions. let's check in with the fans. Um, snapback, as as you guys remember, hopefully, or the OGs that have been with us from the start of this. In our college football preview, Jack and I uh, yep. made a little wager, the first of a few wagers we've made on this podcast. But yep. this is the first one with the results are in. And Jack bet me that, and these are my, t- I tweeted this out. These are my two favorite words in sports. Michigan's year, or Michigan's back. That's three. You knew that was three. Michigan's. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm saying back or year. Will you let me with an apostrophe s? Yeah, it's mi- Yeah. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Exactly. That's okay. I'm saying That's okay. whether Texas, Texas education. Sorry. There you go. Um, anyway, Jack bet me that it would be Michigan's year. They would have a, not only have a better year than Ohio State, they would beat Ohio State. And I've watched enough Big Ten football to know that Jack. Um, had a little too much to drink that day when he when we he said that. So, Jack has officially lost the first bet of Snapback Sports Podcast. Yes, I thought you were going to mention uh, 
our playoff predictions because someone DM'd me. Oh, well, you also did have Texas in yours. Yes, I had Texas, I had Georgia, I had Clemson, and Bama. So I have Clemson locked in, Texas is out. If Georgia wins the SEC championship, they'll get in with LSU. I actually bet on LSU to win the national championship. I fancy that a little. Um, I don't. I think you had Oklahoma. I had, I I had, had Oklahoma, Alabama, Alabama Clemson, Clemson, Ohio State. Okay. Well, let's get so right gonna... into it. I have a question. Yeah. We both agree. LSU, win or lose against Georgia, they're in. Correct. OSU, win or lose against Wisconsin, they're in. Correct. Clemson, win or lose against Vatek, they're in. Wait, actually, you said Ohio State loses? To Wisconsin and goes 12-1. and one. Yeah, they're in, but th- that would be crazy. Anyway, I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those three win. Let's have some fun. Wait, wait. If Clemson loses, they're out. You think? Yes. If Clemson wow, loses, okay. they will not have beaten. They'll have been one top 25 team, and if they lose to a team that bad, people are going to be okay, all over them. For the sake of the, for the, sake of the question, Georgia, they're, they're going to win. We all they're know Georgia win. wins They're in. There's LSU. one spot. Just get to the point. There's one spot. Georgia wins They're in. They get it against LSU, right. no matter what. Georgia wins. The four is locked. Let's say they don't, right. and say Oklahoma loses to Baylor. That puts Oklahoma okay. as a two-loss non-conference champion. Baylor as a one-loss conference champion. Yeah. Utah loses to Oregon. Both two losses. Oregon's a Pac-12 champion. Alabama has two losses. Wisco loses, obviously. Who gets that four spot? Is it a... You're really looking for chaos. Oh, that's all... Is that... Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what everyone wants? No one wants it to be easy. That one is... It's Actually, not that far-fetched. It's not that far-fetched. It's not. But that that chaos situation actually doesn't have that much chaos. In that situation... Who gets in? Is it a two-loss Georgia, a two-loss Bama, a two-loss... No, loss- it's simple. It's simple. It's Baylor. Baylor's a one-loss Big 12 champ that who blew a 28-3 to lead, but they redeemed themselves and won the... And their conference one-loss champ, they're in, no problem. The question... I have a the question real- for you. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the interviewer here to get what your okay. thoughts are, and I'll, I'll rebuttal. Okay. Georgia loses to LSU, mm-hmm. so they're out no matter what. Who gets in? A one-loss Pac-12 champion. Utah's ahead right now at five, or a one-loss Oklahoma Big 12 champion in Oklahoma. Um, so I think it's gonna be huge to see. On, Is it a how they win type thing? It's going to be huge. Well, there's a few things. Huge to see on Tuesday right. when the rankings come out because you would like to think whoever they put in front, and right now they have Utah in front of Oklahoma. Yeah, nothing's going to change. Now they're them lost. Right, but maybe they do because maybe they want to send the message of, hey, Oklahoma beat a ranked Oklahoma State where Utah just played unranked Colorado. I don't know. That could happen. Um, I'm going to be extremely biased in saying I think Utah gets in because I bet them 11 to one to make the playoff. Okay, um, Let's take a little bias out of it because take the bias. There's a out lot of, of chaos for this four spot if Georgia loses that game. Yeah, so I think that the situation is you got to look at their losses. So Utah lost at. USC. It was a short week. I actually think USC is somewhat of a decent team. It was such a trap game for Utah. But Utah is considered to have one of the top five defenses in the country, if not the top, actually. Really good team. The West Coast bias is crushing them. The Oregon loss to Arizona State just smoked them. Because if Oregon has one loss, the winner of that game's in. Yeah, because they would have had the one loss to Auburn. Who exactly. Ended up having being half decent. Yeah, Auburn had a good one. Um, and it had a good season. But I don't know. I really think 
Utah deserves to get in. Oklahoma is a two-point conversion away from losing a game to Iowa State where the guy is standing wide open in that zone. And I get it. Uh, Clemson escaped and teams escape, and that's how it is. But I just don't think Oklahoma's that good or as good. The Big 12 had a really down year. The problem is the Pac-12 didn't have a great year. So it it really is tough. Someone's going to be pissed. And this is my statement on it. I don't care. We extended the playoff for this for this reason. For the three teams, because if we were having a discussion right now, five years ago, it would be who deserves to play in the national championship. Undefeated Clemson, undefeated Ohio State, undefeated LSU. That's why we extended. We don't really care. Like We shouldn't notion, care about this. The point. notion of extending the teams to 8 and 10 is the stupidest thing ever. It's dumb. Guys, because- fam, there has been... Playoff games the last three weeks. Exactly. There Penn State been- lost their playoff game. Bama lost their playoff game twice. Like these all- are all Oregon playoff lost games. Theirs. They know what yeah. they have to do to get in. It's not like a a judgment call. Everyone pretty much knows the criteria, knows what it takes at the end of the year. It's just who doesn't and who doesn't, or who exactly. doesn't, who doesn't. And then now you can tell by the rankings which team will get in or what they have to do. The fact that people want to put it to eight and put it to ten, it. I mean, I would love it for the. Because you'd have more more parity if a team gets hot at the end of the year. Maybe the best teams don't win, obviously. But it just makes for a little bit more fun. That's all right, the sole here's, reason about it. Here's an interesting question. If Baylor wins, do they have a chance to hop Utah? I mean, they would have that same one loss that we want to put Oklahoma in. They would have beaten a top-five team. They, I mean, they're a one-loss conference champion. They're already ranked too deep, I think, in my opinion. But... I don't know that like they might have an argument. Yeah, I, I don't think they do just because them in Minnesota this year were the two like, all right, yeah. we'll give it to them if they run the table. But like, they've just become out of nowhere. Like you kind of got to earn your way to the top. Like if Baylor picks us up and does the same thing, if we're sitting there and they're eleven and one next year after doing it this year, they're yeah. probably the fifth team in the, fifth team in the country right now. But you kind of, I mean, it's kind of about earning a little reputation. Does. Ohio State have any chance to keep the number one spot after LSU wins the SEC championship? No. So that's big because Ohio State then is going to have to play Clemson. And I'm actually ready right now. Would you agree? We'll do the college football playoff preview. I agree. LSU will be one. But I'm ready to make the prediction. I think Clemson's going to win the national championship. They're clicking on all cylinders right now. It, it's crazy. They've won 27 consecutive games. And people, but they really like did not look good early in the. No, year. they looked horrible. They looked horrible. They were game. beating teams by double digits, but they didn't look good. Lawrence is back. Higgins, uh, uh, ETN, ETN. I mean, Dabo. That defense. Look, they don't have the NFL names they did last year, but come on, they've won twenty-seven games in a row. They're defending national champions. This sounds like like how people talk about the Patriots. With that being said, the Patriots are washed, or they're not. Brady's washed. Um, as and it's they're, time. As they're down 21-3 with two and a exactly. half left in the third. Um, but I just think Clemson's going to win. I'm scared that uh, – what's it called? I'm scared Ohio State's defense might have gotten slightly exposed by Michigan because everyone said they were unreal. Chase Young wasn't dominant. I don't know. I, I really like Clemson, and I think LSU's defense is suspect. Teams don't tend to win absolute shootouts. Uh, come college football playoff time, it's really you need the complete team. I will say this. I think Utah will get in. I sure I at hope least not. Hope. I'll, say I, that. I, I, I'll say that. I at least hope so. But you with want, that being oh, said. Because of the, the big 12. You, would, 
What do you have against Georgia? I think Georgia is the best oh. team out of all the borderline teams. Mm, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Fromm. I've seen him play a couple times, and he's just he's he's iffy. Uh, he also no, Texas. Actually, I'm pretty sure DeAndre Swift went down this week, which is a big loss for their. It was probably the Did best. He really? Yeah, he went down this week with a shoulder injury. I don't know the extent of the injury, but um, plus I they, will say they this: that receiver, I forget his name, Hilkins, that's going to be suspended the first half of the SEC yep. championship. Uh, so tell me this scenario: if uh, if Florida or sorry, if Georgia wins, what what seed are they? And where's LSU go? Because that's a good question. We, we have narrative central coming: Fields versus Georgia, and then oh Burrow God. versus Ohio State in the written, championship. It is written in stone right now. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm betting. I'm putting it ahead of this right now. I'm taking Georgia in the people's parlay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Georgia. In the, I didn't put two and two together, and I'm glad you did. And that is the type of thing I see on Twitter. Yeah. And I immediately, naively go straight to my betting account. If we get robbed of Fields versus Georgia, and then also Burrow loses, or and then Ohio State loses to Clemson, I'm going to be so pissed. Like we need one of those. Yeah, I mean. That would be quite the narrative. We made that narrative. You've heard that here first. I don't think anyone said that yet. Right? No, I'm sure no one's put the two and two together. In, in all, in all, I'm sure you didn't read that anywhere. I actually didn't, but like it's just common knowledge right. at this. But point. anyway, I. Ooh. Oh, wait, no, Alabama's out. I was going to say, narrative number three, Jalen Hurts, Hurts Alabama. Yeah. You were pushing that one also. I, I, want, I want Oklahoma to get in because I think so Jalen Hurts is an actual winner. We'll just go back yes. to that word. Yep. And he would be fun to have his chance again in the national championship game. So this is this was going to be my point. I think Utah, I don't want to say they deserve it. I think they'll get in just based off they're ahead of uh, OU. If they take care of business, they get in, assuming Georgia loses. But – if I'm the number one team in the country, so I'm LSU, I'm only because of matchup sake, I'm terrified of Hurts. Because, oh, 100%, 100%. Because he can put up points against LSU's defense, but it's also really, and underratedly, Oklahoma's defense is playing spectacular this year. Last year with Kyler, they were an absolute nosebleed, and if he didn't score 55, they were losing. They can play some defense, and I think if they come out and they go 48 to 10 against Baylor and Utah squeaks by Oregon, I think that'll get them in. I really hope Utah doesn't get in. I, I need Jalen Hurts in the college football playoff. Look, I, I bet on both of them to make the playoff. Um, obviously, I would prefer Utah, but... Keep flexing, keep flexing. We, <laughs> right, we can't deliver a freaking parlay, but I have LSU yeah, yeah, to win no the worries, title, no. Utah to make Jack's the playoff. Jack's making picks for you guys for... <laughs> about 49 episodes now, but secretly he's leaving all of his picks to his personal. That's, you know what I did? That's what, how for the fam Jack is. Snapbacksports.store, <laughs> Cyber Monday, code Cyber, 40% off. Just go buy yourself some baby goat merch. I'll see you guys in Miami. Uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, Thursday's pod will obviously be a preview, but college football, getting good. NFL, getting good. Eagles dead. Browns dead. Ravens, best team in the league. Life is good, Abe. I appreciate you continuing to come on the pod. I need your apology to be as loud as your disrespect is. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Peace. All right, Snapback fam. We'll talk to you on Thursday.